Welcome to Banyan Books, Branches of Wisdom. Celebrating the joy of bright ideas and heartful lifelong learning. Branches of Wisdom is a series of intimate conversations with the world's most influential authors and visionaries. We explore spirituality and the human mind, ecology and culture. Most episodes are recorded with a live audience. You can join our live events and submit questions to your favorite guests. Check out our upcoming schedule at banyan.com. Since 1970, Banyan Books has been a rich oasis at the crossroads of wisdom and philosophy, offering resources for humanity's evolving paths. We're a locally owned, independent bookstore in the heart of Vancouver's Kitsilano neighborhood. Visit us in person or shop online at banyan.com. Please subscribe follow, like, and leave your reviews for the podcast. And now, enjoy. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Banyan Books Podcast. I'm your host, Ross McKeechee. Delighted, delighted to be joined today by Dr. Maria Shaggy. And very last minute, uh, we found out that Dr. Irvin Laszlo is also joining us for part of today's discussion. So that's very, very exciting. Thank you both for being here. Wonderful to be here again in my case. I look forward to it. Now, wonderful to be here. Thank you very much for the invitation. So back in November 2021, we had the privilege of having Dr. Irvin Laszlo as our guest, and he was speaking about his book, The Wisdom Principles. And after that event, uh, Jacob Steele, our podcast producer, and myself, we exchanged a few emails with Dr. Laszlo, and he recommended somebody that he's worked closely with uh, for a number of years, who is our, our main guest today, Dr. Maria Shaggy. Now, both of these individuals are founding members of the Club of Budapest, and together in 2017, they were awarded the Luxembourg Peace Prize for Outstanding Peace Activists. This was for their work of building bridges among cultures and for the promotion of a planetary consciousness on the theme of unity in diversity and a super coherence between human beings. This is the highest European acknowledgement awarded every year to persons, groups, and organizations worldwide for tangible actions towards peace. Now our guest Maria Shaggy is very accomplished, has a long list of credentials and accolades, including a PhD in psychology from the Otvos Lorand University of Budapest and a CSC from the Hungarian Academy of Sciences. She's the creator of the Sagi Method of Information Medicine and the author of 12 books and over 150 articles and research papers published in a number of languages. Today, Dr. Maria Shaggy and Irvin Laszlo are with Banyan Books in conversation about Dr. Shaggy's book with a foreword by Irvin Laszlo, and it's titled Remote Healing, Non-Local Information Medicine in the Akashic Field. If you'd like to learn more about Dr. Shaggy, you can visit her website, which is mariasaggydr, as in doctor.com. That's mariasaggydr.com. So Banyan Books community, please join me in a really warm welcome for our guests today, Dr. Maria Sagi and Dr. Irvin Laszlo. Thank you so much for joining us. Well, this so, is Maria's show. We look forward to your talking with Maria. I think you will enjoy that very much. 
Yeah, thank you very much. Thank you for invitation and welcome all, all for all your public public. Now, maybe to begin with, Dr. Sagi, you can just let us know what you mean by remote healing or non-local healing. What is what is information medicine? What is remote healing? Just in brief, or for people to have a bit of an understanding of what that means. Remote healing means that uh, you can you can help people remotely over space and over time also, but over now is uh, the important is over space. It means that. If you have a patient, if you have some family members, if you have some friends uh, <clears throat> are far, far from you in another continent or the, in another town or somewhere else and happens uh, to, to, to her or to him something, an injury or a acute inflammation, then you can help this person remotely. And this is very, very important because if the body, if the, if the organism has something bad, has an injury or have an inflammation, that the whole uh, self-healing process will be activated but if this injury or or uh, or this uh, inflammation is a is a bigger thing, then that the body cannot be alone in a in a very good shape to 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 get uh, to get healed healed yourself, and therefore is it very important if you give the help immediately. The immediate help is an is an advantage of the remote healing. And my understanding is that it also gets beneath just the the symptoms or the consequences of a, an injury or an illness and actually gets to the root cause. And I think we can get more into the science behind that. Uh, Dr. Laszlo, this is all based, the science behind it, based on your research into the information field or the Akashic field. Maybe you can give us a bit of an understanding of the science there. I mean, I mean about the Akashic field, which says that we are always uh, connecting with other people, with other things, besides beyond space and time, because the Akashic field is not in space and time. It's the universal field of a quantum field, which connects all things, which is the basis for all things. So through the Akashic field, you can actually communicate esoteric mystery, mystery, mystics and so on have always used that and known that without calling it necessarily the Akashic field. But now they discover that it is possible to communicate across space and time. Think of that when it comes to healing, what a fantastic thing that is. Amazing that you can, if you have a problem, you don't have to run to the doctor in person you don't have to be taken into the hospital. I mean, and there are, there are obviously things and diseases and, and accidents when you need to. But when, in an ordinary course of affairs, when you have a, an inflammation, a, 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 a sickness, which is not such a critical one, you can actually get your doctor to diagnose it, no matter where you are and where he or she is, and also to prescribe the therapy. That's amazing. And usually the first, rea first reaction for people would be, but of course, you have a doctor and a healer for guessing it. You hear from the patient what's wrong, uh, what the symptoms are, and then you're making a qualified guess. And I think what Maria Sagi is showing in her book, 
that it's extremely unlikely that what she comes up with would be pure guesswork because she is so specific to the illness. So actually, when it's, re when it's a question, for example, of homeopathy, you know, there has different potencies of the homeopathy. See, that means how, how many times it was the, the, the giving, giving remedy was shaken and was suck used, as they say. And, and that's very specific. It can be 20 times, can be 200 times, can be 2,000 times. And it, it works differently according to whether you got the right potency or not. And Maria Shaggy can prescribe the exact potency you need. And the proof of the pudding is in the eating, in this case, in the healing. Because actually when she prescribes these things and the patient takes it, you can observe the result. The result in most cases is surprising, almost miraculous healing, spontaneous healing. But how this works, we can let her describe an, an, an excess. I just wanted to point out, we are dealing with a truly revolutionary phenomenon. It could add to regular, it's not, a, not an alternative to regular healing, to medicine, but it's a complement to it. A complement that, that you can use independently of where you are and where your doctor or healer is. Right. Thank you. That's a that's a great point, and you um, you highlight that point a number of times in the book, Doctor Shaggy, which is this is this is complementary to our modern sort of uh, traditional medicine form. Um, I'm wondering if you can you tell a really great story actually about uh, about Doctor Laszlo uh, coming to you for treatment, and he was skeptical in the beginning about this kind of work. I wonder if you could tell us that story. And use it as a as a way to illustrate how you go through the process of diagnosing and treating someone non locally. So, uh, uh, one afternoon, uh, Evan called me and told me that he has pain. He has a so called lumbago pain, and he cannot he cannot uh, walk, and he cannot come to Budapest on the next morning because his flight. Uh, would have would have uh, at, at seven o'clock or seven thirty or something like that, and he had at eleven o'clock a, a live TV presentation, and so he asked me, please do something, and then uh, I did something what I could. It means that I took his photograph because I had his photograph on the back, the whole organ, the whole body, the whole organism, and I find out where is the point where his injury is, 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 is making these symptoms as a lumbago. And then to this point, I applied a geometrical sign, a geometrical symbol, uh, where, where it was needed. And, and it happened, and I didn't know anything about it because he didn't call me in the evening and he didn't call me in the morning as well. So I went to the TV uh, at, at uh, 10 o'clock and I told the, uh, told the person that, that I don't know whether Edwin comes or not because I don't know anything. I know only that yesterday in the afternoon at five o'clock he had this problem and I gave some healing. At 11 o'clock he came in and he told immediately that now I believe that remote healing is working. <laughs> that was the story. <laughs> Wonderful. So within that story you described, you used his photograph. Yes. Now I in used the book, his photograph. 
Now, in the yes. book, you talk about the photograph acts like an antenna. Do I have that right? To connect with the morphic field of that individual. Yes, yes. Otherwise, I couldn't have had this point where he has the problem. So I had his photograph, the, the body behind, and, and through and with my uh, dowsing rod, I could check a point by point where, where he needs the help. And that is an antenna that, that, that the photograph and his, his spine was for me the antenna where he needed the help. And I found out where it where was this lumbago problem, and to this lumbago I applied a geometrical sign, and it helped. Now, can you let our audience know a little bit about the geometrical signs or symbols and how they how those work? You know, um, uh, each of us have, have electromagnetic <clears throat> radiation. If, you are, if we are near to each other, if you are in person with me, then the electromagnetic uh, radiation is, is, uh, is, 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 is changing between us. But if you are in a remote place, then the electromagnetic information is, is far away. So we cannot work with this. But we, we, can, uh, we can have these scalar uh, uh, waves, and these scalar waves gives us the information how, 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 how these persons' uh, state of health is now healthy or deviate from the health. And this I can, can uh, diagnose with, with, the, with my dowsing rod. Now, your dosing rod, is that the same as, as the bioindicator that was yes, created by yes, Eric Korbler? Yes, okay. Yes, yes. How does that, uh, yeah, how does yeah, that work? Okay. How does that work? Yeah. So, uh, Korbler developed a system, a vector system. It meant that there are eight different <coughs> phases around, around the circle, and these eight different phases show you how far your, your uh, health is, is, is apart from the healthy situation. If my dowsing rod is moving vertically, horizontally, then your health is optimal. If my dowsing rod is moving vertically, then your health is in the opposite. So it, it is not, not healthy. And they are they are different uh, dif differentiations, both to the right side and to the left side. And then according to that, I can diagnose how far you are from the hash. And that is the vector system. That is in, in the book. And uh, uh, if, if we, we can show this vector system. There's some really wonderful images in this book for everybody to know. I encourage everyone to, to get the, a copy of this book. Yes. Here you see, it is, it is on the uh, 67th page. Okay, I'll turn to that page as well. That's much better. Yes, you, <laughs> yes. <laughs> you are better. Yours is better. So I'll hold it up a little bit closer and you can... Yes, yes. You see that if, if the dowsing rod is moving horizontally, the one, it means that you are healthy. If it, if it works 
in a in a <clears throat> you know in a, a, a ellipse a right turning ellipse it is it is showing two then it's just a little bit little bit not very healthy but it's it, it's okay but if you have turning to the right in a circle or four in a, a, a ellipse a, standing ellipse at a five, it means that your health is already in, in, a, in an unbalanced situation. And if we go to the left side, that it means that the dancing road moves to the anticlockwise, you see, anticlockwise uh, 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 circle and anticlockwise ellipse. It means in that case, in an anticlockwise case, the body is not able to do the healing itself. So the body needs some help to do the, to do the healing because this anticlockwise means that the injury and the infection is much bigger than the body could, uh, could uh, manage it. Let Thank me, you. if I may, just connect what you said about before the electromagnetic and the scalar field and the information and uh, uh, with the idea of, of the dowsing rod. You see, we, as, as Maria said, we are all emitting radiation at all times. This radiation is normally of many kinds, but the main components are electromagnetic. Now, electromagnetic radiation, as we know, falls off at the rate of the square of the distance. The further away you go, the less that radiation is. After a while, it's no longer perceivable or measurable. <clears throat> now, the other kind of waves, which are so-called scalar waves, these are known in quantum, uh, quantum physics, they don't fall off in time and in space. So the actual the radiation in terms of scalar waves that the body emits is available at all times and distances after that, you see. So that's the radiation that Maria picks up with, with her dowsing rod. And the movement of the rod actually gives you a code, tells you what the state of the patient is, the health state of the patient, according to how it was. So it's a code. It's a code worked out by the Austrian physicist scientist, Eric Kerbler, and she is developing that system. Sorry, I just wanted to add this to it because it's a fascinating thing to be able to read the movement of the rod, the rod that she doesn't move consciously, but the rod moves through the transmission of this non-electromagnetic scalar wave system that is reaching it. So just a little scientific yeah. connection. If you are interested, I can show the road itself. The, the... Show it. Okay. Yes, that would I, be great. I, as I, as I Dr. Shaggy is getting the rod, I'll just remind our, our live audience that we'll be taking your live questions. And I see there's already some coming in. So please type into the Q&A tab on Zoom and we'll answer as many of your questions as we can throughout our discussion today. Now, Dr. Laszlo, I understand that this way of healing, like in, in our typical form of medicine, the doctor is, is treating the biochemical aspects of the human being. Now, this gets closer to the root cause. Is that true in, in terms of the information field? Indeed. Information is the root cause of everything in the world. Because you could say that practically everything that we can perceive is based on information in a field. 
in a continuous information field, which we call the Akashic field. It's going to also be the grand unified field or the quantum field in, in physical science. So this information is the basis and the human body emits constantly this information and the healer can pick it up, pick it up in this case through the movement of the dowsing rod. Other people use pendulums, some people use purely the mental concentration on, on, on it and sort of picking it up mentally. There are various ways of doing this. The system that, that Maria Shagi works out is based on the movement of a, of a single pendulum, of a single one-armed dosing rod that she will show in a moment. And it's entirely dependable. Almost, almost everybody can use that rod and can then afterwards learn how to use the movements, how to read the movements. Maria Persica, show the rod. Yes, it is here. Uh -huh. show, show the handle also. Yeah. Okay. So it's quite a, it looks like a simple instrument, but it, it picks up on the scalar waves. Is that right? Yes, yes. It is, it is, it is 64 centimeter long. And it's it got a wooden handle and a wooden yes, ball yes. on the tip. Wooden, wooden handle and a wooden, yes. And what is the rod part made of? It is a PVC. P, P, P PVC. Oh, oh, like a, a kind of plastic. Yeah, it's a kind of plastic with, but but with uh, with uh, resin, of course, also copper. Oh, okay, wonderful. Now we have a couple of questions from our audience about the Korbler uh, bioindicator. Peter is wondering where you can get one of these bioindicator rods. So, so this type you can you can get it through me. Okay. You, so if people can, go to your website, they could, could yes, contact you there? Yes, yes, that's it, yeah. Great. And Susanna was asking, how do you clear your energy before using the rod? Uh, first of all, <clears throat> uh, mentally, I, I clear it mentally. Then if I feel that it's not, not, not uh, quite balanced, then I, I take like that. So the, who, the two hemispheres will be connected. And I put, I, I do like that here. And this means if you, this, this, uh, this, this we say, as a zero meridian. And if, we, if, if I do like this, and it means for 20 minutes you can, you can, you can work and, and your orange is all right. Okay. So I'll just clarify for those who might just be listening and not seeing, Dr. Shaggy was using a downward stroking motion yes. along the back of her skull down the center with the tips of her fingers. Is that right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Thank you. And, and uh, connect the two hemispheres. Oh. Also, with, also, with, also with my hand. You, throughout the book, you, you highlight the significance of the two brain hemispheres quite yes. often. Can you give, a, give our audience a bit of an understanding about how those come into play in this kind of healing? You know, if, if the two hemispheres are, are in, in synchronization, then it means that the body is in an optimal phase and your organism is really in an, uh, everything working optimally 
and uh, and your whole organism works as as it should be. It means that it is the optimal optimal situation to pick up uh, the emanation of a patient or to pick up the emanation to to your friends or everybody. So in this situation, you are in the best situation to go. To give, to give some help, to give some treatment, to, to prescribe some homeopathic remedy and so on. It is very, very important. Normally, the two hemispheres are not synchronized. Uh, through, through meditation, it will be synchronized. Or if I do the healing and if, if my, my EEG patterns goes till to, to delta and theta, then my two hemispheres are absolutely uh, uh, synchronized. Normally, if you speak, just, just go around, then we are in beta, beta, and in beta, it means that, uh, that the two hemispheres, the left is 35%, is, uh, so the synchronization is only 35%. And, uh, and uh, that, that uh, for, we, we can also, concentrate in that phase, but we can get also stressed in this, that phase. So for the body is absolutely healthy and positive and, uh, and uh, meaningful if your two hemispheres are, are synchronized. One of the things you say that for your healing method, the Sagi method, it's necessary for the healer to get into an altered state of consciousness. Is this meditative state the kind of state that you're talking about? Yes, yes, yes. But you don't have to uh, close your eyes. You just, uh, you just have, to ha ha have to do this without, without closing eyes. I, I never close my eyes if I am working because if I close my eyes, I do not see the pendulum, the, the dowsing rod. But, uh, but uh, I learned how to do this. And in the book, in the, in the uh, chapter 10, it is a, it is a, a, ex, uh, it is a <clears throat> experiment to show how the, uh, how the, how the EEG is, is, uh, is showing what does meditation do and what, what does healing do. So in my case, uh, if I am do the healing, then my brain, my, my brain is in a delta delta wave situation, delta and theta situation. And, and uh, the patient also in delta and in alpha situation. Because in delta, they, they get the information and in alpha, they, uh, they work with the information. It's, it's very interesting. Until now, until this experiment, we didn't know that. <laughs> So uh, it was very interesting. Uh, interesting if we if we uh, did this experiment. And there was a question I saw from Peter. He was wondering about different case studies to back up the information in the book. And you, there are many case studies given in the book, aren't there? That that highlight um, the effectiveness of these different treatments. Yes. And what is the question? Oh, he was just asking if there are case studies uh, in the book or outside of the book to support the science. And I was just saying that within the book, there are many case studies. Yeah, there, there are many case studies in the book. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. It is, it, for me, it is, a, it is a joy and it is a happiness to show that it, 
the method, the technique, how I, how I work, it is very quick. So the help is very quick. In one day or in two days, the patient calls me back that everything is okay and he's, he's okay and no symptoms anymore. That, that is wonderful. I'm wondering if you could tell us, I, I'm gonna hold up the image from that, that shows the um, sort of an illustration that shows the information field, the individual's morphic pattern and the yes. generic species pattern. Can you help yes. our audience to understand what is their individual morphic pattern and how does the generic species pattern influence health and wellness? Yes, uh, it is. It is just a. It it is just a. <clears throat> a, 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 a template. So is it, it? It is. It is a sketch how I think it work, because you see the the red, red the red people the red. Uh, the red bodies, they, they are we. They are the person who is, who is here in the space and time uh, situation and, and uh, we live. And as I experienced in this, in, this, in this long time, how I do this healing, something has to have an information in the information field. Otherwise, I couldn't have done all these healings. So I think that in the information field, in the Akashic field, they are a pattern. They are, they are an information pattern of the, of the body, of the organism, what you are and I am, I am and every, so every person, each of us has an informational pattern in the information field, in the Akashic field. And so we have a generic information pattern is, is the white, white above. Yes, and this is what uh, Carl, Carl Jung called uh, uh, what, what is it? It, it, is a, it is a generic species pattern. It, it says that everything, every, every situation in the person, how it works is in generic pattern, but of course it's not, it's not, not for, for, for special, not for specialties because it's not for species, not for, for Chinese, not for European, not for American. It, it is just, just, just the, you know, the, the generic, the generic information, how, a human being should 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 be functioning and this is also also an information and if you are healthy then according to my thinking if you are healthy then this this information pattern this this uh, yellow one is always or it is always in contact with this generic with this generic generating information and as long as it information it is it is okay and if you are if you are not healthy then here in information it's it's a it's a blockage it's it's something which is not 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 good so it it, it the information is is uh, broken so uh, my task is and and the, and the healer's task is that that this this uh, connection to the generic pattern 
from the from the species pattern to to uh, just a minute because sure, I sure. maybe doctor, let me use that for a moment to clarify this because it's the question of expressing it in English questions a problem with Maria sometimes. <clears throat> what she means by generic pattern is this you see human beings all the time emit variation of a particular pattern kind, of a particular kind. Now this <clears throat> the sum total of this information cancels out the variations. There is something which is common to all of them. It's a typically human pattern. And this typically human information is the standard, is the norm. That was means we are healthy when you conform to that typically human pattern. The individuals deviate from it little or more. If you deviate a great deal, then you are sick, and you are and you are very much deviated, then you are fatally sick. You know, a little deviation means that you don't feel quite well. So the, all the question is for the healer is to reconnect the individual morphic pattern, which is the very special to each individual, reconnect it to the generic. Because if the individual's pattern matches the generic human pattern, then the individual is healthy. So the task is to reconnect the morphic pattern to the generic pattern. I don't know if that makes more sense, but that's how I, under I understand it. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you very much. <laughs> it, it, it is how I should <laughs> tell you. That's wonderful clarification. Thank you. And again, uh, just so our audience knows, Dr. Sagi is, is brilliant, and she was telling me before we went on that her, her reading and writing of English is stronger, she feels, than her speaking. I feel her speaking is quite strong, too, but uh, just, so, just so everyone's aware, she's a little nervous about her English, and, uh, and uh, her communication um, in the book is, is abundantly clear, and it's a really wonderful book, and I, I just want to hold it up again, because I think everybody should read this book. This is really leading edge medicine and uh, something that going into the future is gonna impact the human species greatly. Um, there's a question here from Glenn uh, who asks, for the treatment effectiveness, does the recipient need to know about the transmission and welcome it? Mm. Uh, no, no, it's uh, the, the, <clears throat> the patient has only to, to agree that he needs, he, he get the treatment, but the patient doesn't know exactly how and when and when. And so just, just that much that, that he or he get the treatment. And after a day or after two days, he call me or he write me an, uh, an email that absolutely, uh, it is perfect and everything is all right. Because I'm asking, for the reaction, you know, for the, what happened. So I, I have to know what happened. And, uh, and, and in one or two days, there are many cases. For instance, I have a friend, uh, she, lives in, uh, she lives in Italy. And she called me in the morning at nine o'clock and she told me that she has some pain in, in, in her uh, right leg. And uh, walking is, is difficult for her because she has this pain. Then I applied these geometric uh, symbols till one o'clock. It means then it is uh, four hours because from nine till one, it's four hours. Yeah? 
And uh, at, uh, at half past 11, she called me again that the pain disappeared and now he, she, can, she can walk and she, she go for shopping. So that's quick. So that is, the, that is that wonderful that I get the feedback immediately. Thank you. I think this is, there's another question here from Ruth, which I think is a good one to clarify the, the treatment process once you've diagnosed. So Ruth says, Dr. Shaggy, please tell us more about the actual treatment you do once you have received the information about the patient's condition. So I think she's wanting to clarify what are the different tools that you use for treatment? I use, uh, my tools are classical homeopathy, then uh, the homeopathy, how the Sionic Medical Society uses, that's a, uh, it's a different uh, technique. I use the new homeopathy from Eric Kerbler. I use my developed uh, uh, setup of, of uh, geometrical uh, science. And of course, I use, I, I use informational water and I use chakra therapy and I use psychomeridian therapy. So, so all, all these information things I use. But the first thing I always have to decide whether this case is, uh, is suitable for informational healing or not, or she or he has to go to the, to the biochemistry, to, to, to the normal doctor. Because, because if, if you have an information, if you have an acute information, an appendix information, then it is not suitable for informational healing. It has to be, he, it has to go to the surgery. You know what I mean? That is always the first step. It's not all cases are suitable for informational healing. I have to decide always that is the first step. You mentioned informed water therapy. Can you tell us what that is? It, it, is, a, it is a fantastic thing. If you, if you do not have availability, access to homeopathic remedies, and many, in many cases, it's not there then you can try to do information water, informational water. It means that our body is capable to, to transmit the information. If you get something in your left hand, let's say a crystal, uh, it, it is a big rose crystal, but if you get it in my, in my left hand and I get a glass of water in my right hand, then after four minutes, my body transmits the information of this rose crystal to the right hand, to the, to the, to the uh, water. And this is, a, this is a development of Kerber. It is a fantastic thing, but it, it works. And through this mechanism, through this mechanism, he developed a method how we can heal ourselves, ourselves through, uh, through geometrical uh, science with the informational water, because the informational water is much stronger effect than just a sign. If you have some, some inflammation, and, uh, and, uh, and I cannot give you homeopathic remedy because it's not available, then probably I, 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 I have this with this pendulum, I test that you need four parallel lines and four parallel lines information water that you take a 
piece of paper, you see, you watch these four parallel lines for three minutes and, and 50 seconds, and you take a glass of water in your right hand, and this makes the exactly that remedy, because it is made by your body, it is exactly the remedy what you need in that case for healing. And afterwards you drink this water and you and it is your remedy. And after four hours you have you have to repeat it. And or probably after eight hours you have to repeat it. And in two days it's okay. It is it is it is really wonderful. Fantastic. Thank you. I'm also wondering you know, a, a lot of people uh, are aware of the chakra system. Um, and we hear, you know, in new age circles, a lot about chakra healing and chakra rebalancing. Can you uh, tell us how you use the chakra system for healing? And I remember in the book, you, you, you show the patients, the images of the different chakras. Yes. In that process. Yes. You, you have it in the book. If you, if you would like to share it with people here, you see. Yes, here are the chakra images and I asked the patient to look at the chakras and then with the, with the dowsing rod, I check how this dowsing rod is, is moving. If it's horizontal, then this chakra function is, is, is okay. And if it's, uh, if it's not horizontal, if it, let's say, like, uh, like, like that, like as a left, left circling, then this chakra function is is not is is not is not uh, good. It's not a good function. It means that in the body, to this to to this chakra is 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 something is something not uh, healthy. You see all the locations how the chakras locate to the spine, and then I I, I apply geometrical signs. And I give also, uh, and if if the patient is not, if if with me, then the patient gets uh, uh, go home and has to has to make home home uh, uh, so, so home working, and uh, it sometimes take it for six days, for twelve days. Chakra therapy, it it is not for remote healing. Chakra therapy, you have to be in person. Thank you. There's a question from Kim, and I think this is an important one that you do touch on in the book. Kim asks, I have no doctoral degree or experience. Is it advisable to try to heal myself or my friends without this doctoral experience using your methods? Could it be dangerous if done incorrectly? <clears throat> so I would suggest that, uh, that if you would like to heal then, then it is better to have have uh, have the doctor experience, because so it is some level how you can how you can how you can learn it, but after a level, if you really would like to heal in remote remotely, then then you have to know this this doctoral level. Of course, you can do for, for yourself at home many, many small things. If you get, a, if, if you get an injury in summer and uh, some, some, uh, some insects, 
and you can put a sinus, a, a sinus on it. It is, but it is not a, not a real healing effect. It is something which you can correct uh, sm small things in your body that you can learn for for yourself at home if you do not have the knowledge for biology and for healing. But uh, I would suggest it's better to have this knowledge. Thank you. I want to ask both of you, Dr. Sagi and Dr. Laszlo, how you see this uh, working into the future. How do you see the, our current system of medicine and this leading edge, which is actually also ancient uh, healing medicine, possibly coming together and, and being used in tandem with one another in the future? So I... I have uh, I have an experience with it because I have in Hungary, let's say, only that type of, of of doctors, holistic doctors, who learn this method, and for doctors who work through this method, it it is really a, really a, a miracle, because it's much quicker the diagnosis and it's much quicker how to use how to. How, how to prescribe the remedy. Uh, the doctors uh, can use it also prescribed for, for biochemical remedy. If, if, you, if you need, if somebody needs biochemical, it's also a case, then with this pendulum, the doctor can choose the right biochemical remedy. Because you know, the biochemical remedy, if it's needed, and if the person, it's not, not his uh, appropriate remedy, then it, the side effect is more than the healing effect. But if you can choose it with this uh, dosing road, which is your, 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 your appropriate uh, biochemical uh, remedy, then, then it, it, it will be very quick and without any side effect. That is, that is fantastic for our doctors. So all my doctor friends, holistic doctor friends use this this dowsing road and use this in diagnosis and in therapy. I think that this is the future. Okay, let, let me add this to the question that Ross asked. I think the fact that quantum science is coming up with experiments that show what is known as non-locality, that means instant, immediate interconnection between separate, spatially and sometimes temporally separate things. You take a quantum particle, you, you, you divide it in half and you transport or you emanate, you project one half, any finite distance, and whatever you do to particle A to the half A also appears in, in half B on the other half. Non-locality. It turns out that the human living system has non-local elements as well. So science is just to summarize, science is recognizing now that having this remote healing affecting each other across space and time without known physical interaction is possible, is real. It's non-locality. It works through the quantum field. And that is now becoming recognized science. So I think as people recognize that this is not voodoo, this is not shamanism, it is based on, a, on, on quantum physics, then I think the advantages of this remote healing method will, will, will gain ground and will replace the misgivings and the doubts that are still attaching to it 
I think that we will use remote healing in conjunction with, not instead of, but in conjunction with regular classical medicine. That, that, that's, that's, that's all right, that's good, very good. What role does, does trauma play on our, on our morphic field, on our energy body, and then on to, in our biochemistry? And how do you address trauma in these healing methods? So <clears throat> it, uh, it is a big advantage that we can, we can, uh, we can, uh, the effect of the trauma can be, uh, can be altered into the neutral, neutral uh, situation. And that is very important because, you know, if we get in, in our life, always traumas, smaller and bigger. And uh, the, the first trauma, what we got, it, it was uh, when you were three months old or, or one year or two years or 10 years and so on and so on. And if always the smallest, <clears throat> if you were the smallest, uh, three, three months or one year old, this trauma is always the biggest for the body. It means if I can neutralize this trauma, then, then the other traumas above probably neutralizes from itself. So if I find out with this dowsing growth, where you get, where you had these traumas, that is the geomeridian healing, and then, and then I apply geometrical signs to ne neutralize this, this event and this effect. And afterwards, the, the, the healing effect in the body uh, happens it, from itself because the self-healing mechanism work it out. It means that this this uh, this trauma doesn't hurt hurt anymore. You know what I mean? Yes, yes. Because yeah. the, because so for instance, if you have a, a milk allergy, a milk allergy. I have many many children and many many adults with with milk allergy. Most of the time, it turns out that it was a trauma uh, with, with, the, <clears throat> with, the, with the mother when, when he or she was a baby. And, and, uh, uh, and, and, uh, suckling, suckling. It's, it's, it's suckling of the baby. Suckling the baby, yeah, the breastfeeding of the baby. Yeah, the breastfeeding, yeah, yeah. the breastfeeding was some problem probably probably the mother didn't have any did enough milk and the baby the, the baby was hungry and and uh, the breastfeeding was was stopped too early so then uh, the baby got the normal milk and most of the time cow milk and now all these adults and all these uh, all these children have now milk allergy and if I can find out in what, in, in, in which dates or which, which months happened this, this uh, trauma for the baby, then, and I apply some homeopathic remedy and some, some uh, treatment for it, then, then it will be absolutely, absolutely healthy. A, a case for me, it, uh, I, I got a, a young man, he was 20, 21. And he got from his very, very babyhood on always some, uh, some, uh, 
some uh, some skin problems everywhere in 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 your neck and and uh, everywhere but he was a sport man and he couldn't and he had milk allergy but he couldn't change his diet because he he was a sportman and he had four liter milk on a day so i i could not tell him that please stop milk because it was not not possible and it i find out with this pandorum that the problem was what it, it causes the allergy that that he his mother couldn't give the breastfeeding and it was stopped, I don't remember, two months or something, but it was too early for him. And then from that time on, he got the cow milk and therefore he got this allergy. And then I gave this a treatment for this. And of course, his mother thought that it was like that. It was directly, directly in this, this time he, he, he got not he 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 was stopped for breast breastfeeding, and then I I treated this this event this trauma and after that I I gave him some homeopathical remedies and after three months and still now he is absolutely healthy although we didn't change his diet at all and in three months but it took three months and and he is now absolutely healthy. So that is if the trauma is in the in the babyhood, and uh, and uh, the trauma is the source of the allergy, then you have to neutralize the source. And that trauma is is uh, becomes like a warping in their uh, morphic resonance. That's right, which then informs their physical or biochemical yes. body. Yes. yes. Right. Yes. Okay. Thank you. I'm wondering if we can close with a, a bit of a deeper understanding around the Akashic field. One person asked, is the Akashic field the same as the Akashic records? Dr. Shaggy, you use a wonderful um, description of the Akashic field where you use the, the symbol of the ocean and the boat waves uh, as for the patterning in the Akashic field. Can you help us both, Dr. Shaggy, Dr. Laszlo, to understand how information is stored in this Akashic field or Akashic record. Well, that I, I, actually, nobody knows. <laughs> <laughs> All we can say it is that field actually stores information. Whatever happened, ever happened in space and time since the Big Bang, which was the beginning of our universe, whatever happened, its trace is still there. This is the new quantum physics conception of the conservation of information. Now, the, uh, the Akashic records is still simply the manifestation or the reading of the information that is stored. The field itself is what stores. The field itself is the software. The records is the information that is generated or read by the software. That's the closest analogy that you can give. But Maria will say a further things yeah. about this. Yeah, thank you very much. <laughs> thank you for your explanation. I want to just remind everybody we've been speaking to Dr. Maria Sagi and Dr. Irvin Laszlo about Dr. Sagi's book, Remote Healing, Non-Local Information Medicine 
and the Akashic Field. Of course, it's available at Banyan Books. You can go to our website, banyan.com. You can visit us in person in Vancouver. Dr. Shaggy, I want to just ask you, some, there's been a number of questions from people about how they can work with you or if there's a, a directory of, of doctors or practitioner, practitioners that are using this kind of healing methodology. Mm -hmm. So uh, if, if you wish, you can, you can work with me. But uh, uh, if, if I get an email with symptoms and treatments and all the necessary things, what, 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 what uh, information I need and the photo, or the portrait and the, and, the, and the body photo, then in the first diagnosis, a quick diagnosis, I can tell you whether I can help you or probably I, I, I should send you to another, to another healer or another doctor. And afterwards, I, I, I can work with you, but, but my first task is to, to, uh, to decide whether your case is uh, suitable for information healing or not. And then in that case, I would suggest that go to the, you know, to, to another direction. That is how I work. Thank you. And, and if people want to get hold of you, they can look at your website, right? Maria yes. Sagi, D-R, yes. that's M-A-R-I-A. S-A-G-I-D-R dot com. So if anybody wants to connect with Dr. Sagi, that's how you can do it. A huge thank you to our, our live audience for all of your great questions. And uh, always a big thank you to our podcast producer and events curator, Jacob Steele, for all the work he does. Um, Dr. Irvin Laszlo and Dr. Maria Sagi, thank you so much for joining us today. It's been really a privilege to speak to, to both of you. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much. Thanks for joining us for Branches of Wisdom, a podcast of Banyan Books and Sound, Canada's spiritual and healing resource since 1970. Our podcast producer is Jacob Steele. The show is edited by Abdo Habani. And I'm your host, Ross McKeechee. Watch all our conversations on YouTube by searching for Banyan Books, or listen on your favorite podcast platform. Please subscribe, follow, like, and leave your reviews and comments. We love to hear from you. For all our live events, books, and more, visit us at banyan.com.